Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. I can't wait to speak to you about tonight's episode. Back on form again. Some of that drama that we had at the end. Absolutely fantastic. And I cannot wait for tomorrow. But for tonight's episode, where do you want to start? I'll tell you what, Dave. I think tonight's episode could have been the one that had everything. We had the, obviously, Eden and Grant bust up, dust up, headbutt. Uh, it was cut, obviously, what really happened in about episode 15 and 16. This, for me, Dave, was better than that because it just didn't stop. I think we've got to start... We'll start off a bit slow, if that's okay with you. The Amelia and Josh situation, when Josh was a bit pissed off with what she'd said the day before. I didn't actually see that. I didn't see anything wrong in what she said. She'd already said that she struggles a bit to sort of give herself to somebody and open up as a person. Um, but it was made into a bit of a thing and she wrote a poem. But I've got to say, Dave, I think they're great together, them two. I really do. And Josh, forgive her. But again, fucking Eden and that just winding him up made it even worse, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, Josh and Amelia, I don't know if it's people getting into Josh's head about... A few people have said that Amelia's playing a game. And I think that the fact that she sort of didn't really say much, I, I didn't pick up on that, that she didn't say much, but it sort of, it was this small thing, as far as I was concerned, that, that seemed to become a, this big thing, you know, that she wasn't really asked, yeah. she wasn't really invested at all, and that, you know, she wasn't being authentic. And so, you know, it, it's become this thing, and Amelia's apologised for it. Like I say, she, she ended up writing a poem, but, I mean... If, even if you were, even if she was playing a game, then she would do something like that, wouldn't she? You know, to go above and beyond. I think it's more that, you know, they don't have the greatest foundations. And I think, I, in fact, who was it? Was it Taylor who said about Josh and Amelia? I think she was talking to Grant yeah. and then he said, I think they're both playing the game. Which was yeah. quite interesting. And so, you know, who knows? But I... I don't know. You like this couple, dear? I, I'm lukewarm on them, Chris. To be honest, I, I, agnostic. I just don't really care one way or the other. I think what it is, Dave. Like Josh has been good until he sort of got in this little triangle with Eden and Dom. Amelia, I think she's a nice girl. I just think could you be playing a game? Yes, you could. We've seen it many a time. As soon as this finishes, they don't. You know the person that we've. How many times have we seen that? You think we're watching Love's Young Dream and we're watching, going, "Oh my God, it's amazing! They're going to be together for life." And then, like a week later, they, they've parted ways. You know, mutually parted ways, or whatever the fucking press usually say. Mm -hmm. But I think what pissed me off more, Dave, and honestly, Dom and Eden for me tonight were just a pair of cocks. Dom, when he was laughing at Amelia, yeah. you know, she'd written somewhere. All right, she's with makeup pen. She, I didn't like the way she was felt, felt she was forced into having to do something yeah. to re react to Josh. It should have just been a private conversation. I know obviously it's on TV. We're going to see that. But the others just like egging her on and that. And she did it. But Dom was a complete cock, Dave. The, the laughing and that. Not even funny. And Shelby, to be fair, was saying to him, just shut up. Stop fucking laughing loud. Yeah. Leave him. You know, he's just being a, a dickhead completely for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, 
I think I'd nailed my colours to the mast a few days ago, hadn't I? I said, you know, Eden and Dom are just a pair of bully boys. And uh, you can tell that they're, that, they're those jocks. They like to gang up on, on people and make their snide comments and stuff. And, and uh, yeah, don't like him at all. So no. <laughs> I think, no. I think it's yesterday's Joe's voicemail. It's like, you know, the, the series is brilliant, but can we have no one win? Because they're all a bunch of see you next Tuesdays. <laughs> 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 Those not, words, not, not Joe's, by the way. But. <laughs> no, <yeah>. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of which, you know, the biggest see you next Tuesday, I think. So, I mean, we get we get that scene in the bedroom, don't we, where Eden's basically going on about Millie sleeping with this, this uh, I think it's a, it's a football player, but I, I, was, I couldn't tell if it was a football player, rugby player, Aussie rules, football, whatever, some sort of sportsman. But Grant, was just sort of making it a big thing and, you know, um, bringing it up with Mark and stuff. And it, it really seemed to get to Mark, didn't it? Mm, it was out of order because I think Mark, they were t- Millie tried to say it was Mark being paranoid, but also Millie was like laughing it off. And even Erin said to fucking Eden, shut up, you know, stop being a dick and bringing it up. It was just out of order. It just Again, it's the Teddy situation again. He's threatened by Mark coming in and taking his alpha male role. Not necessarily Eric. I don't think he'd even bother going near her because of Eden, but it's just, he doesn't like when someone comes in. He like feels threatened. It's like a lion. Like, like for instance, Dave, this sounds daft. I watched The Sopranos last night. I've not <laughs> never watched it. I've been raving about it to you. And I've me and Sam have literally blitzed it. We're in the final season now. And there's a scene there where, spoilers, Tony Soprano's been shot. He's feeling threatened. And he all his crew are there, all these like gangsters. And this one guy who's like the toughest of the lot, this big meathead gear, like steroid head. And he decides to pick a fight with him and levers him just, just to say, I'm still the man. Even though you've seen me in these vulnerable positions in hospital for weeks and that. And um, um, don't ever remember, just remember where, you know, you come to have your food sort of thing, which is great to watch on TV. And that's what Eden's doing to Lesnar. Obviously, not fucking leveling him, but he's just puffing his chest out and it just comes across as wrong. It's not funny. And Mill- Millie don't give a fuck. She will tell him straight. I just don't think Millie's analysis of Mark was necessarily correct because I think Mark was quite within his rights because he didn't react to it. He just went, I'm not even reacting to it. It's just Eden being a dick. And yeah. it was, again, another another, another fucking moment in this last couple of episodes. Eden, I don't know what's up with him, but he's definitely going for the win, Dave, I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, the, the mask is dropping, I think, isn't it? You know, I think that might be what it is. I, I think, you know, most blokes would be like Mark, but, you know, Millie, well, I, she's told him basically just ignore it and, you know, it, it puts you in a negative light as well, to be honest. And then so, you know, that's that's it. That's the end of it. So I think sort of done the right thing there because I think, you know, at least that whole football player thing, but... I do think Mark, he's called it right. You know, he went over and had a word with Grant. Again, you know, I tell you, Chris, these, these divides between the boys, this is the most interesting thing. Fuck the couple shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, so so Mark's kind of aligned himself with Grant's side now. And so, again, I'm intrigued where that goes. But, um, yeah, hopefully between Millie and Mark, you know, we get to see at the end of the episode, you know, we'll see how that, relationship develops still not massively bought in if i'm honest i i just think millie hasn't got a fucking clue what she wants mark just happens to be there and he's he's basically the only ticket she's got to stay in the villa so 
you know, let's see. I, I'm, I'm slightly cynical with them too. Now, Chris, what do you reckon to the nursing challenge? Um, they all look really good, boys and girls. They were very, you know, some of the girls look stunning, Dave. I've got to say, Shelby especially look really stunning. However, what do you do? You've got this couple who love a fucking argument with each other. They're passionate together, but when one of them pisses the other one off, we get to know about it. So Eden decides to put his arm around Millie just to wind Erin up, and we can get a kick off, Dave. I mean, it was resolved pretty quick. However, he, they're just a pair of fucking wind-ups, them two, aren't they? Absolute pair of wind-ups. Yeah. Do you think he did it specifically to wind up Erin, or just, you know, it's a bit of playful, you know, horsing around, and then... Erin's like, eat, that's it, that's it, it's over. Eden's crossed the line. Eden's crossed the line. Like, oh, are you fucking kidding me, for fuck's sake? And I, I'd said, I don't know, a few days ago that they are going to continue to blow up and eventually the whole laughing to diffuse an argument will wear thin and it won't work anymore and they, they yeah. won't be able to resolve it. They're too fiery to be together long term. And I thought this might be it, but sure enough, you know, somehow he ends up getting her to laugh and then that's the end of it. But they don't actually resolve it. She fucking hates Millie. She's trying to, you know, not create a drama out of it each day. But definitely, I do think, you know, Eden does have a bit of a thing for Millie. So I think she possibly is picking up on that. What, what do you reckon? I agree. I, I'd put that in my nose, as I think Eden has got some up because he's always picking her up. We've had the, the, uh, the crop shot incident as well haven't we like yeah. you know millie's um uh i'm trying to fucking word jj and his uh schnoz yeah 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 and his schnoz yeah <laughs> we're, we're a bit too close and obviously he's done this again and i think it's one of two things he knows that she hates her so to wind her up just to be a wind up just go around millie talk to millie put his arm around millie that's going to fucking get her back up straight away. Whether he finds it great that they have an argument, then when they meet, they sort of make up, he's quite passionate and, and maybe he likes that side of it. I don't know. But then there is the side of me, Dave, is saying exactly the same as you, saying he's got something for her, definitely. I, I think there's something there because he's very touchy-feely around her. And, and yeah. I think what it is, is he doesn't hate her as much as what Erin does. I don't think he hates her at all. But because of Erin, yeah. he's got to go along with it. Yeah, well, I mean, when we get to the end of the episode, then... Uh... I think that touchy feeliness might be going out the window a bit, but yeah, I, th I think you're right. <laughs> I think if you know if he wasn't coupled up with Erin and she wasn't quite so fiery, then I think something might happen, might have happened there. But uh, yeah, I think I, again, I, I can't find anything redeemable about either of them in this scenario, though Eden or Erin. You know, Eden, if he is doing it just to wind her up, you know, he's a bit of a cock for that. And then she just throws a dummy, you know, spits a dummy as soon as, uh, you know, he gets near Millie. So, yeah, just a pair of idiots. And I do think it was funny because Grant and Teddy were just fucking laughing their heads off, weren't they? You could <laughs> yeah, hear it. Crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were crying. They made it worse. Teddy had a fucking yeah. face mask on, didn't he? <laughs> he was crying. I love Teddy, you know, and I love that relationship yeah. between him and Grant, you know, Dave. It's very, very genuine. It really, really two good guys together. And I love that for Teddy because he, he don't find love, which obviously by the end of the episode, we realize he's not going to find love, but he's found a friend there. And yeah. I think that's, that's the main thing. He's a good guy. Yeah, I agree. I, I got the same thing as well. I, I, I really like that 
relationship you know grant and teddy and how it's developed and and they are funny you know together i guess it's probably developed a bit more hasn't it since jackson went you know before yeah. that teddy and jackson were quite close but uh i don't know grant and teddy seem just a bit more chill and a bit more on the same wavelength like jackson was still jumping around like a like a jumping bean wasn't he you know a bit uh, yeah his energy was different to uh to teddy's but no i do i do like that parent like you say I, it, when someone's laughing that hysterically you can't help but chuckle yourself or or i certainly couldn't yeah i was laughing no i was laughing myself i love that when someone's gone look at us when we did the, the episode <laughs> with Ada, and i was we had to cut out me laughing i was laughing for a good maybe five minutes one of like non-stop <laughs> that wasn't even the half of what we put in the show because i just couldn't i don't know why i just couldn't stop laughing i know asa <laughs> took all the credit for saying he was being funny but he wasn't being that funny it was just something tickled me and i was gone completely gone so i, I get it i love that it's very infectious with people yeah i'd say i'd tell you what though dave so this episode's been great so we, we've you know we've talked about it motored through we get to about 40 minutes in because i think this run at about 58 minutes and the last 18 minutes were just pure gold. I mean, we had proper shit going on. So it's a recoupling. It ends up it's it's going to be Teddy or Mac, or it's going to be Millie and Mark. One thing I'll say in defense of what you said about Millie and Mark was slightly right what Eden was saying. However, the other four couples have then got to go off on their own, decide who they want to go off. And I'll give Taylor and Grant credit, you know, because you could see that Grant did not want to send Teddy home. Yeah. However, he knew that if he'd done an errand like Erin did with fucking Cassidy, who just kept fucking bouncing back like Zebedee, who just kept, you know, just because she was a mate, Erin yeah. was like making all the girls vote for her. Grant was very uncomfortable. However, as you say, Dave, and I'm nicking your quote, it's not Friendship Island, it's fucking Love Island. And they made the right decision, Taylor and Grant. So when they were sat together and Erin and Eden were doing the usual bollocks, like trying to sort of um, pose and preen and get their point across and everyone had to go with them, Taylor wasn't having it. However, Eden straight away just looked at Grant and went, what the fuck are you looking at? Don't look like that. Yeah. And you can see Grant bubbling, you know, as if to say, fucking twat. And then Ayla put, uh, Taylor put her arm across. However, I don't think Grant should have brought Cassidy up, Dave, because that just escalated it completely. Yeah. <laughs> It was great to watch. <laughs> it was. And uh, I, I don't think that's uh, exclusively my quote, that one, <laughs> Chris, about Friendship Island. I, I, mean, I picked, picked it up <laughs> off the show at some point. But I think, you, you know what, Chris, apart from the rugged good looks and cracking body and obviously youth, I, 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 I see more and more of Grant and I see a bit of me in him. Not in a sexual way, obviously, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he's, in that group setting, you know, I, I I think I'd be inclined to listen a lot more than I talk. You know, someone like Eden will talk a lot more than he'll listen. And, you know, but you could tell, you know, Taylor had said to him, prepped him before, you know, just let me do the talking and whatever. And I'd be quite happy. But I would be fucking sat there stewing. And then when when someone else is talking utter bollocks, I've got no poker face. And I, I would just be like, oh, fuck off. I know I wouldn't utter any words at all. I, I would just have it written across my face, <laughs> unable to, to hold it back. But then when attacked, 
I, I'm susceptible to just fucking, you know, be chill, 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 and then go the other way and say something fucking stupid and escalate the whole fucking thing. So, <laughs> and when he said to Aaron about, oh, it's just like you when you told Cassidy to to pick me and stuff, he was he was wrong, wasn't he? Because she didn't yeah. actually do that. Now, what I would say is he's not a hundred percent wrong, and you know, Erin was gleefully in the diary room saying, oh, I've created this monster. And Without Erin's influence, Cassidy wouldn't have done that. But, you know, precisely, she didn't tell him. She didn't tell Cassidy to, to pick him. You know, she could have talked her down, but she didn't do that. So he, he did accuse her of something that she didn't actually technically do. And then that was it. It just fucking, it just got worse and worse, didn't it? And so the couples had, I mean, we've skipped over, haven't we? Who who chose who? I mean, I'll come back to that in yeah. a sec, but but that was brilliant. And I, when they were fucking going at each other again, I was like, oh, this is, I knew it was fucking bubbling up again. And uh, I was like, fucking just go for each other. Fucking get it out of your system. <laughs> but they ended up all separating, didn't they? Because they were tasked with, you know, you have to come up with a unanimous vote. And I think, yeah. to be honest, the producers should have just fucking locked him in a room and said that you don't come out until you have that unanimous vote. Because Eden was like, you know, as soon as he's as soon as soon he's threatened, you know, that's it. The chest pumps out, he sticks his neck out and everything. He's proper fucking peacocking, isn't he? And uh, he's saying to, uh, saying to like Dom and Shelby and that and Aaron, no one changes their mind. You know, we're not budging at all. It's like, oh, that's fucking great, that Eden. Well done. Yeah, he's a, he's a cock, Dave, an absolute cock. And and then what made it worse is when they come back, you know, Grant and Taylor were there and they said, look, Mac and Teddy, uh, you know, they picked Mac and Teddy. And then Ian and Aaron, they did the speech like it was going to be Mac and Teddy and then picked Millie and Mark. And I do, I do think what Eden said to Grant was correct. He did say, Grant, you've got to realise that she's every guy that's come in this has been the one for her. And that we've even called her out on that. So I don't, mm. as much as I think Eden's an absolute cock, especially in this episode, he was right what he was saying. He said, I don't, like what you just said, I don't believe it's genuine. Mm. I think it's just for the show. So I think that side of it was good, but the way he carried himself after that, he just fucked himself completely. And, and that speech at the end was utter horseshit, Dave. I mean, absolute bullshit from China. The, the complete nonsense, the whole... You know, uh, we're gonna. These two could develop into something. There's, there's no, about as much chemistry between fucking them two as the fucking my dog's shit on the garden, Dave. In that garden, it's absolute nonsense. It's just utter crap. They, they were just game playing, and I give Millie credit. She was great because she went. Well, we all know who's playing games now, which then fucking lit the torch paper again <laughs> for Dom and Eden to go at her. And I think, I think it was Erin. He made me tell, but what someone said, hey, whoa, whoa, guys, it's three three against one, eight, three, and they had to fucking walk off three, it because Grant had already gone. Yeah, three blokes surrounding one yeah. girl. Exactly. Again, fucking know, bullying, Chris. They they don't even is. know they're doing it, but they're just, they're just wired to be that way. It just fucking winds me up. Yeah, it, and Dom's becoming a bit like Eden's, I don't know if you, I'm going to use a line I used in our VHS Strikes Back podcast, Dave. Or no, sorry, Comics in Motion. Dom's pretty much at the moment becoming Eden's fluffer <laughs> because all Eden all Eden has to do is fucking roll over and have a shit and he's there with the toilet paper in it because he's fucking don't, you don't want to upset him it's pathetic watching it it really is it's like come on guys 
<laughs> Dom doesn't seem to have a personality at all or anything. No, like I say, he's, he's in that jock crowd. Usually you can tell kind of outside the villa and he'll quite happily stand there and, and bully, you know, the smaller, weaker ones. So, yeah, I think I, I was, you know, on the one hand, Chris, I, I was kind of like looking through my fingers uh, when Millie was, was having a little pot shot about the game playing at the end there. I, I was thinking, oh, fucking hell. Just just leave it. But on the other hand, I'm like, fucking yeah, stir the pot. <laughs> Call them out. Yeah, me Because too. <laughs> now, I could almost buy. I mean, if Erin just came out and said, look, I fucking hate Millie. I, I will do anything to get rid of her off the island. I, I, fine. Then make your voting based, based on that. But pretending yeah. like it's something about the couple. I think that rubs me up the wrong way. But I mean, Shelley and Dom know that they just need to cling on to dear life for as long as they can because they've got fucking no chance. And by getting rid of an what looks like, on the face of it, an actual couple, they'd stand a better chance than, you know, because the next day you can get rid of the friendship couple. Whereas if you get rid of the friendship couple first, then Shelby and Dom are, are probably one of the next ones to go. And so, yeah. you know, I think it's it's difficult, isn't it? I think... Um, yeah. I, I tell you what, though, Chris, I can't fucking wait till tomorrow because we get to see, <laughs> you know, we get to see on the next, you know, tomorrow night, we get to see Grant, he brushes past uh, Eden in the kitchen and that's fucking lit the torch paper touch paper again and so it's all going to go off it looks like grant has stormed off you know probably off the villa or something so oh chris i can't wait and i can't believe there's only three episodes left <laughs> i told you it was good <laughs> I, th- I think the thing is so dave as well and it's fucking great that is people just had enough for their antics and i will call myself out of something i've just said actually i'm just thinking about this as you're talking Eden's there, and most people do the same. They're all passing judgment on like who's a real couple, who's not a real couple. We don't know how this plays out after the show or whatever. However, how genuine is Erin and Eden? How genuine is Shelby and Dom? How genuine is Taylor and Grant? They're like saying just because they're classed as a couple, and I'm doing the old quotation, yeah. you know, you can't see me, but doing that. To, to sort of have that decision over other people and then look down on him. I don't necessarily think that's right. However, that is Love Island 101. So, yeah, Dave, seeing that at the end with Grant, oh, I forgot all about it. I'm not saying a word. Fucking <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, can't wait for tomorrow. Now, Chris, we have had a message through, came through on our Instagram, and this is from Shan.ElizabethX. It says, guys, I'm absolutely loving your recent coverage of our Love Island Australian season one. So much of that series escaped my mind watching it two years ago, but you guys have brought it all back and your point of view on them is hysterical. Keep up the good work. So thanks very much for that. Always good to have a bit of feedback. It sounds like someone who, who who's watched it a couple of years ago in uh, probably the same time as you, Chris, and then uh, has come back to listen to us again. So really appreciate that. I tell you what, though, Dave, and I know, no, I, I'm going to say something now and put you on the spot. We've not even discussed this, but there could be an argument, Dave, to go back and watch some of the original UK Love Islands. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm I knew it. You know, in that Chandler style. It's fucking yeah. around now. When 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 we're like, ah, oh, the finish line is right there. It's like you're doing a marathon and you're about the the twenty mile mark, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, you know, I can get my days back, I can get my evenings back, and you go, how about this other series? <laughs> such a bad friend I know. <laughs> You're predictable sunshine so <laughs> I know even off the podcast we've got that many fucking podcasts going it's like we're both looking forward to the break and I'm just throwing this in there but <laughs> I think I think I'd said so I'm not averse to it right I, I, as usual I will say you know let's have a break and then we'll, we'll revisit it but I think I told you didn't I I started to watch the first UK Love Island series and with Caroline Flack on there and, and like a lot of the guys, you know, cause it was the first season, they were kind of ogling her and, you know, they thought she was the first girl and, you know, making some not, you know, making some leery comments and stuff. It was a bit uncomfortable watching, to be honest. Yeah. But and I, I do know, isn't it sort of season three? I, I, I seem to remember people, it's either two or three. I remember people tweeting that, you know, that was peak Love Island and all the drama and drinks getting thrown around and stuff. Two and three, Dave, without a doubt. Two and three are my favourite UK ones, without, honestly, head and shoulders above anything else. So some of the shit that was going on there and the kickoffs were brilliant. Yeah. So, uh, very similar to the Aussie one. The Aussie one, I think, is still my favourite, but UK season two and three were brilliant. Yeah. So it wasn't as... Um, PC as it is now, as in, you know, they're not worried about what's going to happen on the outside, so people just didn't like you, they just tell you. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll have to get into that at some point, and we don't have to do it every day, but it's something we could definitely go back and look at, yeah, it's a big definitely. commitment, definitely. and it's longer than the UK one, it's usually 40-odd episodes, so it's a big difference, this is 30, you know, so, yeah. All right. Anyway, if you want to contact us, guys, at CD Reality Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. Dave, classic mate. I'm so happy and I cannot wait for tomorrow, my friend. Me too. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>